Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 159, and today I'm here with Ash. And today, Ash, please tell everybody what we're going over. We're talking about why so many people end up regaining weight after losing it. Mm, straight relapse. Yes, very, very common. Speaking of, I love that Eminem album, even though it's not the most popular. It talks a lot about like serial killers and crazy stuff, <laughs> but... It came out in summer 20... Was the song from I was going to say 2010, but I think it came out in 2009, and man, we listen to that shit every day. What's the song? Give me an example. 3 a.m. Have you ever heard that no. one? Well, there's a verse in 3 a.m. That was probably the biggest song in the album, and he talks about like chopping bodies up all over the floor and like bathtubs full of blood and like Ew. lots of crazy shit. Yeah. But it's got a good flow to it. Probably not surprised I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's uh it's a little aggressive. But anyway, back on track. We're talking about regaining weight after you lose it, so lead us off here. Yes. So I think I got the statistic from Precision Nutrition, but it was stating that around ninety five percent of those who are overweight go on like repeated diets only to gain most of the weight back within that one year. That's pretty staggering. Ninety five percent. Yeah. Somebody can fact check us on that. If that's insane. If that's true, that is insane. I'll look it up. We can fact check it in the um, show notes. We'll put a little asterisk like what we said was either. 100%. I mean, I know I read it from Precision Nutrition, so, so I just it's have probably to dive valid. deeper. It's into, probably legitimate. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue on. Um. So I want to just go over like really the two most common causes of why that is. So there's the psychological component and then the physiological component. Mm, those are two big P words. I know, and I said them right. Yeah, you did. Um, I, I would hope so. This is like kind of a real big part of our job. <laughs> but so let's chat about the psychological component first. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so basically, after a period of restricting our food, whether it's a crash diet, following a fad diet, doing a diet even in a healthy way for an extended period of time, we eventually get to the point where we recognize the lack of long-term sustainability and adherence. So eventually, the more we restrict ourselves, the more we really want the food that we've cut out or even limited. And as a result, many people overcompensate once their diet is 
again, quote unquote, like over. So, for example, like this overcompensation could look like, well, I deserve to have this because I went months without it or I worked out today so I can have this, etc. I feel like those are like the two most common things that we hear. I think another big one is I need to eat as much of this as possible now because I don't know the next time I'm going to get to eat it. Mm -hmm. I do that with pizza repeatedly. (laughs) Even though I know I'm not restricting Still? myself. Yeah, I'm not restricting it. But if it comes along, I'm like, man, I might not get pizza again for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely relate to that one. Not not so much recently, but in the past, definitely did that. Um, And so this oftentimes just leads to that binging and restricting like you just mentioned with you and pizza. Um, And then we return to the period of what we call like yo-yo dieting where we have a period of time where we're quote unquote good. And then a period of time where we are awful or quote unquote blow it. Yeah, Um, for sure. And that yo-yo cycle is what results in the individual forming kind of that terrible relationship with food, a terrible relationship with exercise. And then most likely just eventually getting mad at themselves because the weight has returned. Yeah, and that's also how you fall into the trap of, you know, believing that you have to be quote unquote dieting or restricting in order to have the body composition that you want. When in reality, you know, if you're consistent with these habits and you create something that's sustainable, you don't need to be dieting, if that's what you want to call it, for any amount of time. When's the last time you or I ever went on a diet? Probably like never. Mm-hmm. Like we obviously counted macros back in the day, but. We haven't been on a, quote, diet for years and years and years, but our body composition hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. It's because we have consistent, sustainable habits around our fitness and our nutrition that have allowed us to have a very, like, I don't want to say the word balance because it's overused, but balanced lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point. It's when people have that mindset of, honestly, like any form of restriction, I feel like leads to that that um, psychological component of weight regain cool so now moving on to the physiological component so long-term dieting basically causes down regulation in our metabolic health so we have a decline in what's called our basal metabolic rate or bmr for short um Basically, think of that as just the amount of calories needed to sustain optimal body function. Life. Life. Um, activity and exercise just feels harder. Our neat decreases. Think of that as just like steps, walking around, doing daily life things. It's that basal metabolic rate plus your activity. Yes. Um Digestion decreases, thyroid and sex hormones may be impacted, etc. So our metabolisms are extremely adaptive. Like it's a normal thing for them to adapt when we're eating less food. It's not a bad thing. And it but it also it means that we hear we hear this so often. I feel like I hear it with my parents. Like my metabolism is just shot. AKA you love to eat processed foods, not exercise. Yeah, your metabolism cannot be shot. Um, Metabolic adaptation is what happens to your metabolism as you either eat more food or you eat less. And so when you eat in a calorie deficit and you lose weight, 
your metabolism is going to decrease. That's normal. As your weight decreases, you have less body mass. So of course, your metabolism is going to go down. If you weigh less, you require less energy to move around and just simply be. And the same goes with a calorie surplus. Your metabolism is going to actually increase. Right, which is one of the... Just a tangent here. One of the most important reasons to engage in resistance training when you're trying to lose weight, because as the weight decreases, yes, your body fat will decrease, but if you're building lean tissue, aka muscle, it's going to actually help keep your metabolism higher in a sense because it is a more, quote, expensive tissue. It's going to burn more calories or energy throughout the day. Yes. So you're saying the ant, the... Resistance training is key. When That's why resistance training is the best form of weight loss or body composition change is it because it helps to lessen the severity of that metabolic adaptation that can occur with prolonged dieting and uh, like yo this yo-yo dieting cycle that yes. we're talking about. Absolutely. That's a question we get all the time. And I just want to throw this out there and then we can move on. Um Making sure that you're not just lifting and going through the movements. <laughs> you have to still be challenging yourself. You always talk about, I know we have episodes on like that one to two reps in reserve at the end of a set. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting back to kind of on topic in terms of the physiological component, where does that weight regain come into play? So let's say that you have been eating... 1200 calories for an extended period of time, like months, maybe years. And you're starting to feel that effects. Like I mentioned earlier, you just feel tired all the time. You're super hungry. You have low energy. You're sleeping it bad. You have no motivation. And then you decide that that's not sustainable. So you start to eat a little bit more food and it may not even be unhealthy food, but it's just more food in general. Because your metabolism has adapted to what you were previously eating, that results in gaining weight. And that's where reverse dieting comes into play. By increasing your calories in a stepwise fashion very slowly, it helps limit that weight regain while your body adapts to eating more food. Um, Think of a reverse diet as like the diet after your last diet before possibly your next one. Mm -hmm. Anything to add there? Nothing to add. Okay. Um, so really to just, um, what's the word phrase? Recap, summarize. I was going to say like tie the, put the bow, like what am I trying to say? They just put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. Yeah, that's that's probably what you're trying to say. So to put a bow on (laughs) it, (laughs) tie a bow. (laughs) That's still not a good application of that phrase, but really, yeah, let's keep going. Okay. So how do you prevent weight regain? (laughs) Basically, the key is to cycle between calorie deficits, reverse diets, maintenance phases. We highly recommend utilizing a coach if you've never done this before. It can just be a a game changer and make the process much smoother. Um, Eating whole unprocessed foods. Pay attention to your physical hunger fullness cues. Uh, Like Dee mentioned, exercise, resistance train, And just make sure that you're just being an overall active human. You're not just working out for an hour and then sitting at a desk for the next 14 hours that you're awake. Are people usually awake for 15 hours? I don't know. Ash, come on. (laughs) If you get up at 6 a.m. 
Yeah, that's early for s- some people. And you're eating dinner at 6 p.m. How many hours is that? And that's 12. Right. So then if you don't go to bed till 10 p.m. Yeah, so it's around that. 14 hours. Yes. So <laughs> another thing <laughs> you just said, go to bed. Sleep seven to nine hours per night. Don't do extreme diets. That Both of those things lead to mainly that um, psychological component. And then just bottom line, kind of what you referred to, like the reason we've never really done diets is just stay consistent with those habits. Preach. Anything else there? Hashtag get shit done. (laughs) Hashtag sustainable nutrition. Hashtag. Oh my gosh. Ballistic performance. (laughs) That's a good. Hashtag put a bow on it. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We need to wrap this up before you start trying to say any other idioms. Okay. Did you know that's what they're called, by the way? I would have never, if you asked me, no. But when you said it, I knew what it was. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Mm. Anyway, uh, as always, gang, we appreciate you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard on this channel or across any of our episodes, please head over to Apple. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave a review in there as well. That's how we reach more people and change more lives. We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you have a fantastic week. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.